How long you know um, Al? Ah, uh, like not? 13 years probably. I know when I forgot. What? I forgot my shot. Oh, get a shot. I'll be right back. If you want, you can talk to the fans or whatever, because ain't nobody really gonna hit listen to nothing until we put the the actual intro out there. Yeah, no, no it's all. What's so you take oh, you take a shot on every show. Oh, I goes? tried to. I tried to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not a drinker as far as like mixed drinks and stuff. Either you give me a shot or I'm not drinking. You don't. So, you don't drink uh, like beers or anything. Just straight liquor shots. That's it. I used to drink all that, but you know, 15 years in Mountain, you kind of get tired of. Yep. Like tell, tell me to kill it, and I tell you no mas. No mas. No mas. I don't want nothing Roberta with you. Roberta Garan. You better be someone I'm really down with to get me to have yeah. a shot of tequila. Cause I, I don't. I'm not a big tequila person either. To be honest, I like you know, I like whiskey and uh, that's me right there. I like whiskey. I like um, like uh, what is it? Cognac. I like rum. You know, I, I don't really like tequila. I don't really like, I mean, vodka's okay if you put it in something, but I, I wouldn't drink vodka straight. The vodka's gross. Now, see, I'll do a shot of vodka or a shot of rum. I'm usually um, a whiskey drinker. I like, yeah, I like whiskey too. That's like my number one go to. So I try to stick away from the clear, I try to stick away from the dark of that Hennessy. That used to be my friend. Yeah. Now I be wanting to fight. <laughs> so, no, Yo, thank you. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know anyone that got yeah. my bill. <laughs> so, so like, Boogie, what's good? You got on? The, you got on this yet? You got on the podcast yet? I ain't even do it. I'm next. I'm next. I'm next. I'm next. So, I'm going to go ahead and get it signed in. I'm going to play my intro, and then I'm going to my introduction. Okay, Yeah, I mean, it's it's big, right? Who would have who would have thought? 
right? right. 50 years. You know what? All the people that we, 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 we was raised listening to, yeah. it's like, if you don't see him now, you might not see him. Yeah. So, I just got, you know, like nine questions, but I'm going to go ahead and tell my my viewers, uh, y'all need to hear us of these 50 years of hip-hop, especially this one. I got the banging ass producer, Mr. Fitz, up in here. You're going to want to hear us on this conversation. Because you don't want to be on this show. So, like, not to, you know, bounce around or anything. First question I always ask anybody. What song or what artist or group of artists made you fall What's that first song you heard? Yeah. Um, I mean... So, I mean, I was a kid. Like, I used to like like MC Hammer. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? When I was young, I like that's what I like. But honestly, like the the artist that really really had me like drawn in was Snoop and Doggy Style and What's My Name. Like that that song really like captivated me. I know I got I got that um, cassette back when people were listening to cassettes. I got the. I had that cassette. You know, someone gave. To me for my birthday, and you know, I used to know every word to that whole that whole album. You know, that was what really, even though I'm from the East Coast, like that album was like what had me really locked in on on hip hop. I would want to be a be the dead horse, but you know, should have been always. Oh yeah, my first go to when I, you know, I was born in the seventies. So yeah, I mean, I was I was born in the eighties, so it was a little bit different, but yeah. I mean, I still like you know a hip. Hip it, hip it to the hip, hip hop. You don't stop rocking. <laughs> so you know, you know, definitely. But like when I was when I was a kid, like Snoop was he was the biggest thing in the world in like '93. And I was I was ten years old. I was I was in like I don't know fourth grade or whatever. And I was that was. I remember the couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like at Dre as like being my my favorite um, producer I don't really kind of like you know mimic his style or anything like that like he's just always been like my favorite producer you know I, my stuff my my sound is probably more similar to like I don't know Premier or Alchemist or you know producers that are like you know heavy into the you know sample base kind of um New York, New York more style hip hop probably than like the Dre, but um, Dre, I mean his sound is like, you know his music is iconic, but like the 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 his mixes are crazy and like the way it sounds is so clean and identifiable. Yeah, like you know how they say certain producers have like, you know what? Oh, yeah, yo, you know, there's always certain people, and and some people definitely have a signature. Like, you know, you hear Dre, you know it's Dre. You hear Premier, you know it's Premier. You hear Timberland, you know it's Timberland. Um, 
you know, not every producer has that like signature sound. Like a lot of a lot of great producers, but like only a couple people that you you know you you hear the beat. You you might hear you know the first one bar. First two bars, and you're like, Oh, I know, I know who made that beat. Right? You know, or they mean? might try sliding off and then you're like, Really, yeah, nobody this thing to yeah, it's like, okay, like one of them little TikToks pull up a little. Oh, yeah, Google, like, hey, I'm too old, I'm not on the TikTok, I'm too old for TikTok. Oh, you, know? you wouldn't believe I had. <laughs> I watch I watch TikToks on Instagram like an old hey, person. I'm still looking. I'm still learning both of those. I look at all that stuff on Facebook. <laughs> okay, so you got me. <laughs> I was apprehensive about the whole social media thing, but when you decide you wanna, I mean, if you're gonna, your dream, you're gonna do a podcast, podcast you gotta you be on be, social media. Yeah, you gotta yeah, be you, out of your comfort zone. You gotta promote. So, you gotta promote, and that's how you gotta that's do it. That's what I'm trying to do. So. So I started producing in 2005. So what's that? Like eight, 18 years. Yeah. Um, did you have any times early in your career where you could have broke out and you might have missed an opportunity, or you just have had a steady increase of? exposure with to where you are now you know some people they be like oh i was doing xyz for like two years i got this opportunity to sign this contract or whatever and i was like nah i'm worth more than that and then here they are 15 20 years later and they still talk about that contract yeah that they missed out on. nah I, I don't know if I've, I've ever had been in a position to like get like a uh, a big contract or anything like that. I mean, I just kind of do it um, with, you know, my friends, like people that I know, you know like people like, I, you know, I, I, um, you know, I try to just do music that I like with people that I like, you know what I mean? And so like, I've never really been in a position to like have a big contract, but I think that, um, I don't know. I mean, you look now at the industry, there's a lot of people being successful independently, right? So I, you know, I, I would say, um, you know, kind of be leery, you know, read the fine print, right? If you're ready to sign a contract, right? <laughs> because, you know, you see fine people like, uh, even like Ryan Leslie, who's like more of a, you know, mainstream artists like he's independent and he makes a lot of money independently right and he's he not the charge yeah all the money. yeah 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 so i don't know if you ever watch him on i've seen a couple clips of him on youtube and instagram talking about like you know how he does it so you know there's pros and cons to to sign a, a major deal and you know make sure you know like what you get into you know it's different for an artist and producer too like if you're an artist like you know Signing a deal is different than if you're if you're if you're a producer, right? Like so, a little bit different. But um, yeah, I mean, I think like if you have the opportunity to build something from the ground up, I mean, look at like um, look at the Griselda dudes, right? Like they build that Griselda, like Westside Gun and um, Conway and Benny. Like look what they did. They built everything from the ground up, you know, and um, did it their own way and. You know, now they're 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 big. You know, it's, it took it probably took longer, maybe, but they they but it it ended up being a, a yeah, it ended up being a, a, a you know now they're 
you know, they're they're on top of the underground and doing songs with J. Cole and um, you know, they're they're they they did it their own way and they have they have their own they have total control of what they're doing. Yeah, that's what's I didn't think about that aspect. Yeah. So I mean there's there's pros and cons. I mean you gotta look at it like you know, I feel like if you sign a major deal, you've got somebody else telling you what you're supposed to be doing. You got a boss now, right? You know, and you got to make music a certain certain way, maybe potentially. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, that that would kind of when you lose that creative control, yeah, it does take something away from you. So I I understand that totally. So like with with your impact on hip hop because you. You're able to see artists come and go, and whether or not you feel as though what you hear against what you produce sounds great, or if you know when these people come in there, if they trap, you know. How do you feel your impact on the hip hop community has been so far? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like I'm just happy to be a part of it. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know if I've had any kind of major impact, but I do feel like, you know, it's been um, a blessing for me to be a part of the community. And, um, you know, I've done some records that I'm really proud of. And I work with some people in, you know, the New England area and Boston and Rhode Island, you know, that, um, you know, that are, are doing sort of bigger things now. So I feel like, um, yeah, I feel like I've been a small part of the history, and I just I feel just happy to be here. You know what I mean? I don't. I just feel happy to be a part of it. Okay. Well, excuse me. If there are any accomplishments that you've made as what what is one of your most favorite? Some people. They might bring you in and like, hey, I got this dude, I need you to collaborate for the track or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know, there's a couple of things that stick out for me. Um, you know, I was on a, a list years ago with, it was, um, I think it was Bandcamp that put it out and it was like five producers to be acquainted or to, to know from Boston. And I was, I was on there with a couple of guys that are, um, you know, pretty big on the scene right now, definitely bigger than me. Um, but you know, I was happy to be a part of that, you know, conversation. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, so shout out to Lightfoot and Archetype. Uh, so they were, um, they were on that list as well. And then I put an album out in, um, 2015, I think, uh, it was called The Time Is Now. And it was, it was uh, just a collection. I produced the whole thing. It was a collection of artists from all over New England, mostly Boston and, uh, you know, Providence. Uh, and then Newport as well. Shout out to Newport, Rhode Island. 
Um, and I, I thought that was, um, you know, for me, that was a big accomplishment because I, yeah, I mean, I, I put, the, put, put the whole thing together myself, you know, paid, you know, had the budget with mine, um, coordinated the whole thing myself. So um, that was good. I, you know, I had Rex on there. I had uh, Acrobatic on there. You know, I had, you know, some upcoming artists from uh, Mass on there in Rhode Island. So it was, um, that was a proud moment for me. So that was good. Good. I'd like to apologize. Hey, yo, we are at a barbecue right now. So excuse all the noise in the background. We're trying to do this, you know, two up, two down. So we'll be everybody else out there from New England, from Providence, Rhode Island, what's up? So, um, to get back. So, do you see yourselves? Um, going further, like within the next five years, do you are there certain goals that you would like to accomplish by then? Are you pretty much satisfied and fulfilled with Um, yeah, I mean, I think, like, like I said, I'm at a point now where I just like to make music with people that I like and, um, you know, just kind of have fun with it. So, um, you know, I'm working with Vaughn right now, and, and um, you know, Shout I think, yeah, and, you know, I think he's got a lot of talent, and, you know, we might be able to do something special, but, um, you know, if nothing ever comes of it, like, I'm just happy kind of where I'm at, right? Like, I, you know, and, you know, I'm hopefully um, going to make another record with uh, my boy Tom Brown, who is really how uh, I got started making music um back in the day so um that's kind of be like a, a full circle moment so that'll be that'll be nice and so yeah i mean i mean i don't think that i'm ever going to be like a a, a major force but i'm also never going to stop making music it's just i love i love doing it and yeah you never know right like so there's you know, I feel like the people that get into it that are only trying to make money and they they fizzle out in a couple of years and they don't, you know, they don't blow up and they get they they fold, right? And I, I don't think like I'm not defined by um, the money that I make doing it. I just love doing it. Because a lot of people do because of the money and not because of the just enjoy it. Yeah. Thinking just, I love to do this, so this is what I want to do. And it only takes one. Right. It only takes one. Like, right, you don't, you know, you only you get one hit record, and that that can be lifetimes of income. Right. <laughs> so, are there any things that, like, saying there's a, a young person out there who might be able to work too? I'm not trying to take away from anyone, but I know a lot of younger people have the hip-hop dreams like do you have any like advice or little pieces of wisdom um that you would be able to share with them on it that's what they're thinking about doing um uh, you know any advice on hey if you do it you know make sure you anything like that yeah i mean i, I would say like make sure um make sure you like what you're doing and like you would really um, you're not trace, you're not chasing trends 
or you're not doing something because it's popular, make sure that you it's something that you like. Like make music for yourself and your friends. Like and then like hopefully that will catch on and become popular and you'll be able to pay your bills. But like don't do something because everyone else is doing it. Right? Because everyone that sounds the same, like it's it's a lot harder to really blow up if you sound like everybody else. True. Right? If you've got something unique, you know what I mean, and you doing something that's different, that's when you know you you may not catch on, but if you do, that's how you Yo, that's so how you rise above the rest. Right, 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 right. What they can do, it opens up I'm coming at you with the thunder. Yeah. So, they gonna choose the thunder because they're like, okay, so, this is about life. I would say do what you love and don't chase trends, right? Like that's what I would say. Now, bonus question. Is there any piece of advice that you would have given your younger self when you first started out? Um yeah, I would I would probably say um I would have invested more in myself early on, I think. Um, I tried to get away with um, using free programs and limited hardware and just try to do everything for like as cheap as possible where I think that, you know, if I would have invested a little bit of money and got some better equipment earlier, um, you know, I probably would have been making uh, better music soon. Yeah. I mean, it's not all about, you know, with the, the, right, the money or if you got an opportunity. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not all about like the equipment that you're using, but like, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be good, right? Like, it's like anything else, like, you gotta have some talent, but. It's not all about, you know, but if you do spend a little bit of money, you know, invest in some decent equipment um, early on and not trying to do everything for the cheap, you know, I think, you know, probably about a little bit. Well, that's all the questions. That's, that's the nine questions that I have for you. If you got a website, you can shout it out. You know, if there's anyone you want to shout out, yeah, so I do have a website. It's got all of my music on there. It's got a couple of music videos that I've done over the course of the years. Um, so it's uh, www.imakebangers.com. Um, so is uh, bangers with an S, not a Z. Uh, www.imakebangers.com. All right. Well, you heard that. www.imakebangers.com. Z, not an S. Y'all should, should go on out there, see what's out there. Let my mans know. I know y'all can put them on. I know y'all can, Mr. Fitz. Y'all got this. Y'all got this. But I just personally want to thank you and salute you for coming through to the patio. Yep. 50 years of hip hop. And another 50 that we going to see. Another 50. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Well, y'all, that's all my time for today. I hope y'all enjoyed listening to our conversation because Mr. Fitz got it going on with the producing section. And I'm going to go ahead and let y'all 
let y'all go because the alcohol is burning now. <laughs> but now, nah, for real, y'all have a great evening and we'll see you later. Peace. And your ass was sleep. And I, 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 I.